Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk fire beats. I'm David. And I'm Jack. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode, 10 Artistry with Tawanda. Today, we're going to be interviewing Tawanda about his journey with music, production, composition, and performance. But first, David, how you doing? Yeah, bro, I'm doing quite well again. I've been having a good streak. Like, it's been about over a month in this COVID quarantine situation, Mm -hmm. but I'm doing quite well. I'm quite healthy. Like, I went for a nice little stroll around Olympic Park Roads area. You know what I mean? Look at you. It's beautiful out there, man. I was surprised to see, like, a lot of people out there, though, like, with heaps of bicycles. Yeah. People staying healthy these days. Yeah, but I'm doing good, man. How are you? Yeah, not bad, man. Not going to lie. This week's been a bit of a tough week. Um, I've joined the, the the pretty large crowd of those who have um, lost work because of the virus. Um, Dang, man. Yeah. For me, it's only temporary, so I, I can be thankful that I will be getting my job back by the end, but it is, it's a bit of a um, bit of a shock going through that. A bit of a so, yeah. Yeah. But um, you still got the government help, right? The, yeah, yeah. I, government's I've, helping I you am... Um, What's the word? I'm. What's the word? You know, <laughs> I'm. I, I can apply. You know, eligible. I'm eligible for um, the JobKeeper scheme. So yeah, it's. Yeah. It's. It's not bad, all things considering. Um, but yeah, I've been yeah. trying to be productive with my time. Um, what you been up to? We'll throw back to um, our first yeah. Tan and Chill episode with Eli Gomez. Um, I've been trying to do some creative stuff every day and trying to to find that muse nice, or bro. let the muse yeah. find me like his advice said um mm. so yeah i've been trying to be productive with my time um doing some writing musical creative okay all that. okay um, yeah and um what david out? yeah what, what have you been doing because you've been doing a bit of creative <laughs> writing yourself haven't you yeah it's thanks for mentioning that yeah i've, I've been <laughs> so like yeah i've been writing i've been writing lately as well um there would be something coming very very soon mm. i don't want to say too much but like mm. I, I don't even want to build hype but like i technically i am right now I, I hype, may, um, hype, hype. <laughs> yeah something coming real soon a song featuring someone we we both know quite well yes we do yeah i'm keen yeah man All um right. Did you want to get into show notes, things, show notes? Yeah. yeah. Any updates? Um, just back on the giveaway, guys. Um, just a quick reminder, much shorter this time. Go give us a five-star written review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and you'll go into the draw <laughs> to win a Funko Pop or what What, what else are they called? Pop vinyls. Um, pop you vinyls. get to choose which one you want. We've got five. We've got Tupac. We've got Will Smith from Men in Black and it's got a little doggy with it. We've got Steve Irwin, and that's got a little crocodile with it. We've got Thanos, yeah. and he's got his Infinity Gauntlet on his hand with a little sword, sword and bob from Endgame. Um, and, of course, we've got Baby Yoda. So, um, yeah, give us a five-star written review. We really appreciate it. It's going to help us grow as a podcast. Um, it, it basically improves um, our reach and how easily people can find us on these um, streaming devices, stream services, sorry. Um, and yeah. you'll get a shout out as well if if you give it give us yeah. that review. Show us love, show us love, and we show love back. That's how it is. We are trying. We're trying to yeah. to <laughs> love you the the way that you want to be loved. So yeah, we're lovers, um. you know, we're real lovers. <laughs> Speaking of us giving you what you want from us, um, <laughs> please reach out to us on our socials. We would love to hear with you. We want to have some dialogue between our listeners and ourselves. 
Um, so contact us at the artist notepad on Instagram. Um, same, same at on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash the artist notepad, or send us an email at artistnotepad at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please reach out to us. Um, even if you're just going to tell us to piss off or something like that, just, you know, don't, don't say that though. David's very sensitive. Piss off. Yeah. Yeah. I get a cut. I read all the emails. (laughs) I only like nice words. So please be soft guys. But anyways, is that <laughs> it for it for giveaway stuff? I and think stuff? that's about it, David. What do you what do you Sick. reckon about getting our getting our guest onto the show? Guest onto the show. What, oh wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the guest that we haven't. I was like for a second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. For a second, I was like confused. I'm like, wait, do we have? A- <laughs> <laughs> okay, without any further delay. I'd have the pleasure, the honor to introduce our next guest. He is a producer who produces fire beats. He likes them traps. He likes that groovy like um, boom bap stuff. But he also has been messing with like Middle Eastern vibes these days as well. He's also a rapper. Okay. Like he's he's coming back with mm-hmm. the raps. And he beatboxes. Please welcome Tawanda Bay. <laughs> Ooh. What to do? Hello, hello, hello. What to do? What to do? <laughs> welcome to the show, T. Yeah, Thank man. You welcome. How you going? Great. Um, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, <clears throat> this has been crazy, eh? Um, just the whole quarantine thing. Just yeah. Like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been tough. You know, everyone's just kind of you know trying to make the best out of it. Um. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've, I mean, the podcast has like kept me going for a bit, you know what I mean? Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, it's bro. Keeping Long time well. I love it's it. Sweet I love words it. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, shout out to um, Eli, bro. That that um, that advice he gave out that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like, <laughs> really taken Eli. that to heart, and um, yeah. I'm just trying to do a bit more now. Right before uni starts. Oh, some some woke words from Eli. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, man. Um, dude could write a book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely definitely i actually no, got um, a project no. <laughs> I, I have a i have a song with him that um i was working on and mm. <laughs> right before the quarantine started um i was ready to go into the studio and start recording it and then right. yeah, yeah, yeah. all the <laughs> all the studios just having to close down no. and, like around the yeah. same time so it was just like bruh yeah yeah it's it's um it's a good time for creation but it's also a bad time for creation you know um yeah when it comes to the performance aspect um and also when it comes Mm -hmm. to yeah like having to the collaboration aspect has become pretty difficult it feels like it's more limited but like because it's like because it kind of reinforces creativity or like pushes people to Mm -hmm. be more creative it's like people will will do any means necessary to get the stuff out there i've seen so many friends making like youtube channels like people who are like soccer players people who just want to do vlogging and like all that they're like screw it like people people are bored at home like this is the perfect time like who cares if they judge yeah. me it's like i'm gonna get it out there kind of thing. yeah man yeah. maybe maybe we need to think about taking out some of our competition because you know there's a lot of saturation in the market <laughs> at the moment. i mean we're trying man we're trying to do it with these pop yeah, vinyls but, but like, like for a lot of artists it's like really tough time right now especially like if you're not yeah. in the like the production or the audio field of it, you know, yeah. you don't have like some of that equipment that you need to be able to get out a, a decent recording. 
So now you're like stuck halfway, you know what I mean, into your ideas and like you just yeah. kind of have to let them sit yeah. there and just like. Yeah, it, you kind of need to be one of those self-sufficient artists um, who has, yeah, your your equipment. You also mix your own stuff and you record your own stuff, um, which these days it's becoming more and more common, but um there's still plenty of people out there who are relying on others to make their music happen um, or not just their music, but um, any other type of art form. Let's, if you look at film, I mean, it's almost impossible to do that all by yourself. Like you need other people yeah. to go yeah, places sure. and stuff. So um, hmm. unless you're a purely an editor and you're getting sent stuff to edit, then yeah, it's, it is pretty restricting. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it does create an environment that gets potential for creation. And at least like, yeah, you can get to that halfway stage, like you were saying, where you can get the ball rolling, but um, you might yeah get to a certain place and it's like, great, now I can't do anything until um, I can start being, you know, within yeah, six feet. That of point sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. It sucks so much. Just thinking because like, I had some projects that I had planned with a couple of people and um, we're up to a stage where. Um, even though some of the studios are shut down, the, the quarantine like um, wasn't as strict. So I could still have a couple people come over and sure, I could sure. try to get like some decent takes. Mm. And it, we look back on this takes now, it's like there were a couple of mistakes made, which is like fair enough. You know, we were in there for like, you know, six, 10 hours trying to get like decent takes and stuff. And yeah. yeah. And now looking back, it's just like, we can't, we have to put everything on hold when the project is almost finished. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. I feel, if, I feel bad more for like the artists, you know what I mean? Like their baby mm. is like almost out and they just, it's just like halfway just yeah, stuck in yeah. that weird limbo zone of like, oh, it's almost done. I just needed to do this one little thing for it to be done. I suppose mm. with producers, at least, you know, producers can continue making music and composers much, continue yeah. writing music and then exactly. um, they can just stockpile stuff up. So they've got a bit of a catalog when it comes to the collaboration phase exactly. starting again. Um, but speaking of production and artistry, um, T, you're someone who has experience in both and you, you've you sort of started to make a um, – well, not sort of started. You have been making a um, – a progression back towards artistry and towards artistry again. Um, Ooh, okay. But first <laughs> okay. of all, like <laughs> before we before we go more into that, um, that's you know the old switcheroo that's been happening for the last six hey. to twelve months. Um, do you want to just give us and the listeners a bit of a background in how you got into music in the first yeah, place? Man. Where how did it Tell all start? Tell us your being? story. Tell us man. your story, brother. Uh, <laughs> we want to know. Um, Spare no details. Spare no details. Man, we could be here for hours, bro. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) On the the summer of 1998, young young debonair brother um, by the name of someone. Nah, I'm joking. Um, You know, um, looking back, the most significant moment would have to have been year seven. That was my introduction to music. Um... My mates actually introduced me to Tupac, so that was one half of it. So, so the the, the thing it's so funny the um, the way my musicology came about. So mm. I had there was this teacher who did like a teacher exchange program um, at our school. She came to our school in year seven. Um, 
Shout out Miss Southern if she ever Southern, sees this. You're a uh, legend. I love you. She's from Canada. Yeah, she was so good. She she's the reason. She's one of the reasons why I still do music today. I have like wow. a good handful Respect. of people who I can, it's without mad. like a second thought, I'd just be like, "This is the reason why I'm into this person. Is the reason why I'm into this music, that music." Yeah, it's all so good, forth. bro. Wow. You don't even have That's to so worry good. about it, man. Like you don't have yeah. to thank me. It's all good. <laughs> 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 oh man hey true true thank you um, thank you I, I know i know that like i inspire everything you do but like you don't need to shout <laughs> me it's cool like it's like your dad right you call him dad you know, I, I don't yeah, i don't oh, do it for the attention on. i don't do it for the thank yous you know, I just, just do it to give back you just do know, it because it's your duty you know yeah. as a as a, a father anyways i have to go back to tea Sorry, um yeah Jack. so it started in year yeah. seven so i was mm. introduced to hip-hop and um, musicology, music techniques, and music theory in year seven, mm. both at the same time, both in class and outside of class. Um, it, I started drifting more towards the classroom stuff. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know how it is in high school. They make you play an instrument. And what did you play? Do you play? Um, some? I played the drums and the saxophone. Now, funny story about saxophone. Oh, okay. yeah, man. I had to drop yeah. it in year ten because the HSC they wouldn't let me do two instruments, so I could only do one. Damn. So I stopped playing. Too yeah, talented man. for the HSC, huh? Too talented. They're like, <laughs> we can't handle your business. Here. Man, <laughs> I I hate that though because then like you know what I mean from year seven to ten all that work of like trying to master this instrument all down the hill. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And sadly enough, that's where my like my music theory went with it. You know what I mean? I had to like oh, relearn right. all that thing at uni. Mm. Um but yeah, um I got introduced to all that in year seven and then all through to year twelve, um, I was just mostly doing like band and going to like school events where music was, you know, the main aspect of it. Um, yeah, yeah. All that mm. kind of stuff. And then uni, and I met you guys. Yeah. When mm. did when did can we take a back like take a step back? When did beatbox get started? When did that come into play? Beatbox. I'm really interested in you. Okay, you first of all, that. I just wanna I just wanna know like what what do you mean by beatbox? Like, how do you, <laughs> what what do you like mean? For, for those listening? Um, you may not realize this, but T has a strong a, presence on on YouTube. Um, in fact, <laughs> in fact, if, if you um. Oh wow! Y'all searched in me. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You know. It, oh wow! If you um, go Damn. onto a, a little channel, um, which <laughs> oh, this wow. YouTube channel is known as Sean Parker and Company. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. You'll find some shout out Sean Parker. Some, um, historical out. performances from 2016 <laughs> of T um, and his beatboxing trade. Hey, bro, don't expose me like that. Come on, man. <laughs> But yeah, the the uh, beatboxing thing that was part of, uh, <laughs> as you said, Sean Parker. He was um, he scouts young kids to put them in these uh, programs and shows that he's done. He does it like all over the world. He tours mm. people out, and um, he's just like um, as much like what I know about him is that he's just he's a different kind of producer. He does like um, you know visual, not visual like dance pieces and right, right. theater right, and right, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. So um, I, I remember one, the one I I did was for um, this promotion for this specific type of dance called tutting. Yeah. And tutting, man. Spent, yeah, I saw it. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's cool. It's super cool. The dude um, at the front tidying in front of you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was was the premise. And he did that all around the city. We just set up a stage and then we were there rehearsing from like the morning and then the shows at night. And then people would just stop and watch and just enjoy themselves. It was around Chinatown Mm, in the city. And um, yeah, that was... A lot of Asian people around... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. well actually a well, it's, lot of a, it's a popular asian dance isn't it or am i wrong no it's not just asian <laughs> but like it just so happened <laughs> to be predominant it's not asian. oh I, okay i thought i'd seen yeah. a lot of like all the videos that i've seen of people doing it they were all asian maybe it was just yeah they're all i mean the, that's the Asians cast he had tutting, maybe yeah it's crazy yo i feel like they're, they're the forefront of it um, ah, so I, I was I wasn't completely wrong. Yeah, you David. were completely wrong. Yeah, they're they're at the forefront of of it. And um, sure, yeah. some that respect, was crazy. David. Okay, <laughs> some of us have done our research. Okay, man, I can't believe you went back that far, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, that was crazy. But beatboxing has always been a thing. It's never it was never like a massive thing. Like, mm. yeah. So T. Um, when you were six years old, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Um, How'd you know? <laughs> we're far, far back. So you mentioned um, you mentioned you have a history in playing drums. Um, you're yes. also a producer, right? And yes. I know some producers who play drums, and the way that they make mm-hmm. tracks is the first thing they do is lay down a drum beat because that's their history. Um, but you also play sax, so I'm interested. When it comes to you making a beat as a producer. What's your process when you're starting a new track? Do you start with drums? Do you start mm. with chords? Do you write some lyrics um, or get an artist who already has some lyrics and then write around that? What's the sort of process when it comes to formulating um, a piece of music? You have a go-to, yeah. There is there is no formula. Okay. It's mm. better. It's better. It's better. I've learned this from Kenny Beats. Shout out Kenny Beats. I've been watching a lot of um, his... Yeah, man. Not just Jesus, only the cave. Jesus he's done like, one. yo, come on, yes, yo. Yes, he is. He's the yes, one. Yes, he is. Amen. This is the yeah. Abraham traveling in four scores <laughs> and 16 bars ago. Come on, bro. Yo, <laughs> shout out Betty White. She ain't dead, but this for when she died. Come on, bro. Yo, shout out Zach Fox as well. Oh, but um, the thing is, yeah. I've um, when I when I when I produce music um mm. whether i'm by myself or there's someone else in the room it's better not to have a formula because um it just makes things go faster i feel mm. especially like in a room with someone like if right. you're able to come up with the drum beat that they're able to rock with and that means like okay you know what I mean? It's just like it's just a step by step thing. If they're feeling like a melody that you played, oh sick, let's go with that. What's mm, next? Mm, Drums. Mm. Okay, cool. What's next? Oh, add these parts. Do this. Do that. Okay, cool. If they're feeling like if they got like some chords they got, you lay that down. You pick a sound. You just keep going. The less time you spend overthinking, the more you can get done. But not only that, the more fun it seems because then like. For mm. artists, is a clear progression because, like, I feel like sometimes artists can be just a bit like more rushed to in a rush to get things done because that's mm. how sometimes mm. they feel like they they're doing what they need to do and they're getting like their point across. They'll come in, they might not have an idea. They're just like, "Yo, let's make something." Mm. But if yeah. something is going so slow, they're gonna get bored. They're gonna be sitting there. They're just gonna be like, "Yo, why am I here?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the more you can put them in that 
that zone get shit like moving yeah Yeah, exactly get get think get something moving get something out the faster you can do that the better so if you have a formula i feel like sometimes you're gonna hold yourself back because like yeah 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 they might they're not they might not be in your zone you know what i mean you might be like two steps ahead and they're just like um what's going on bro i'm so lost right now you don't want to pull pull them into your zone but you want to try to create a zone that you guys can kind of chill exactly. together like a, exactly. it's like a very like rick rubin type of like yeah fact. um approach to the producing it's like you want it it's all about the vibe you want it to kind of flow naturally mm-hmm. and then you guys kind of bounce off each other kind of thing. exactly yeah. yeah it's about creating a special time with that person whether it's like it's one or two people in the room or you're just by yourself mm. if you create a vibe um, it's easier to, you know, remember that feeling. If it's a beat, then it's easier for them to come back and write to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's cool, man. It's, I, I, I haven't heard someone like use that, um, that mentality when it comes to formulas or not using formulas. That's a really good, um, really good, like reasoning for why not to use one. Yeah. Yeah. So T returning to, um, what we sort of hinted on earlier on. So you, um, as you just explained, you've you've got some experience in production. You've got some experience in making music for other artists, artists who come in, they're looking for a beat, they're looking for a backing track, they're looking for some chords, they're looking for whatever. Um, even other producers, I know that you've worked with some other producers, like co-producing on stuff. Um, mm. But you, like, you, you clearly started off with a, um, a passion and a... Um, well, you, you had your beginnings in performance um, and that's something that you, you seem to be drifting back towards the area of performance and the area of artistry um, with yourself yeah, being the artist, um, yeah. which is like one of the main reasons we want to have you on because it's a really interesting um, topic because I think that it would be, um, maybe not, but I, I feel like there would probably be a lot of uh, challenges in terms of like re-identifying yourself coming from production and that's what people know you for to um suddenly saying like nah i actually you know i can be an artist too i i do this stuff myself so um do you want to talk a little bit about that progression and you want to like talk about maybe some of the challenges you've had in terms of like your mental challenges stuff that you've had to deal with and also (laughs) like the social challenges of like those around you who know you for what you are (laughs) first of all i just want to say shout out to um all the artists out there because at the end of the day it's it's proved something that I've always said um, all the time, like it's not it's not easy being an artist, you know what I mean? It's not mm. easy putting yourself out there and putting like this thing, this baby that you make, and then mm. Mm. putting it out there for like everybody to to judge and to listen critique, and all that. Yeah, yeah, mm. to critique. It, mm. That that seems to be the main thing that happens most of the time. Everyone is gonna critique it it's out there it's in the public yeah if you didn't want yeah. it to be critiqued then don't release it you can still make mm. music mm. and mm. just keep it to yourself um i always say that man i always say like as soon as you release music it starts being about you and it's start well not completely but it it starts being about everyone else otherwise yeah, exactly why would you release exactly. it? exactly yes it's the, as much as it's about creativity and expressing yourself it is still your job mm-hmm. and um mm. every job gets critiqued at the end mm. of the day. Um, so the, the mental challenge for me is just like, I, I feel like it's similar to production as well. Everything gets critiqued, yes. But 
as an artist, it's different because it's you. It's a representation of yourself and how you perceive things that you're putting out there. So now that's out there for everyone to critique. Whereas mm. production is just a critique on your musicology, your music knowledge, or how you present certain, you know, how you just make your music. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? It's just a so beat. You're saying, you're saying there's like, there's more depth when it comes to creating stuff with like, just say your own voice or your own lyrics or there's more, there's as more a, depth. Yeah, as an artist. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's more right, depth right. as an artist than as a producer. I suppose also as a producer, it's like you make, you know, you make beats, right? And then an artist comes along, but they choose your beat. So if, it, exactly. like, even if someone like thinks that, like your production could be a little bit better unless your production is right. trash, which it isn't. They're not going to be like, oh, is this really the best that they have? Because no one thinks that the, that that's your best production. They're just thinking, well, yeah. that's what that person it's picks. Like, it's like fashion. Exactly. It's like fashion. So if someone, if you made a fresh ass jacket, it's like the jacket is fresh, but then the one who wears that jacket is going to, make it exactly pop or like, exactly exactly yeah. no one's gonna no Definitely. one's gonna look at someone wearing like a weird outfit and be like damn who made that outfit they're gonna be like yeah what is that guy doing wearing that outfit you know yeah <laughs> yeah, like man. The, the yeah person wearing the jacket is like he's gonna own it he's gonna kind of yeah exactly that's where the attention yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. um it's just yeah it's it's a whole different battleground you know what i mean like um like you just said before i i've i've done performance before but it's been different. Yeah, I feel like the performance that I did before was similar to production because it was in the background. Mm. I didn't have to worry so much about, you know, the presence or anything like that. I, sure. I had a I had a script, I had, you know, knowledge of like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do here, here, and here. Mm. And then I just play that and I know everything's gonna go smoothly. It's all good. Boom, done. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the it from from an artist point of view it's a whole different battlefield that i haven't been on yet you know what i mean now it's like i'm at the front of the stage i'm no longer you know i'm i'm no longer just like at the back playing drums no i'm not just playing yeah, keys or something yeah. now it's like okay the attention is like on me and like what i'm doing mm. And as you said, like, this is your, like, these are your composition, compositions exactly. that you're putting out there. And they're not just yeah. like, you're not playing someone else's music. You're not playing as backup as a drama for someone else. Yeah. Like, yes. um, even yeah. if you were playing as a, a solo drama, you're still probably playing someone else's piece most of the time. Yeah. This time yes. you're, you're putting something out, which you have created and you've invested so much time in. Exactly. Um, from the, from the beginning to the end. And it's yeah. like. I get I get stuck in my head a lot. Um, the 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 part that really gets me um, from an artist's point of view is lyricism, and mm. I, I don't want to just put out music that's just like a bop or just mm. for yeah. you know what I mean. It mm. I feel like when I when I want to release music, there has to be intention in it. There has to be something that's said because there's already enough music that disappears. I don't want my music to fade away. Right. Mm. So it's like, yeah, that, that, that whole battleground of just like, is what I'm saying actually meaningful? Is anyone going to listen to it? Mm. It's easier to be just in the background, just pressing some buttons or sure, sure. You know, moving some samples around, changing some samples around. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it is a battlefield in its own, but I feel like the one, the route of an artist is much tougher because 
if you're fake, it's gonna be seen. Mm. And you know what I mean? It's just gonna, yeah. Yeah. So like on that, right? Just to add, um, add on top of it, um, just to add on top of what you're saying just now, um, if you had to pick one artist that influences your production and one artist that in- influences your writing slash like performance, like who would that be? Because mm. yeah, you, you said how like you don't want to just release bops, you know? Um, it's like, so I'm assuming there's artists out there who like yeah you, you get yeah, that inspiration yeah. from? To be honest, if I had to, there's like, honestly, I would say there's two, only Kendrick and J.I.D. If I was to like be Kendrick frank. and J.I.D. Mm. Yeah. They're kind of similar. When it, when it comes to, yeah, they are very similar in that style. You know what I mean? J- I, uh, for me, for me, Kendrick, mm. in terms of lyricism, holds the, the bar. You know what I mean? J. Cole, yes, for mm. sure. Yes. Um, okay. But this is just my preference. Um, my preference is just Kendrick. I I, res- I resonate more too, with bro. Kendrick. Mm. I feel you, bro. And I then, feel you. To pick right. a butterfly. Yo, come, come on. Yo. Come on. Okay. Okay, <laughs> David. You are bro. you are most definitely a bigger J. Cole fan. So you can't. Me? Yeah. I'm a bigger J. Cole fan. I no. swear. I swear. You're more no. into J. Cole. No, man. If you check out my Spotify highlights <laughs> of each year, I swear, like the guys, album guys, that if I, we bring in an artist and they're just like, yeah, I, I'm a big J. Cole fan, he's going to be like, yeah, yeah, Kendrick, like, I don't care about Kendrick. I'm a J. Cole fan. No, I'm a J. Cole <laughs> fan too. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But like, if it was Kendrick versus J. Cole, I would always go Kendrick. Ah, I thought you were yeah. more of a J. Cole fan. Oh. No, man. 2016, I went to Kendrick's, Kendrick's concert. I think J. Cole came the year after or something, but I didn't go to that one. Yeah, because that was the one where he did Tim Pimple Butterfly and it was it went off you know Bro. everyone was waiting for the all right to drop like everyone's man, like I was every too song, young like, you're so lucky <laughs> i was too lit, young man. it's lit yeah sorry lucky. sorry let's go back to so like yeah. kendrick and jid is like your kendrick and jid tend to yeah tend tend to be my main influences when i when i write so that means i i don't write too often actually because of mm. that I'm, I'm most of the time I'm analyzing and making productions sure. not to sound like them, but to create, to, to showcase, I guess, my own headspace and how I mm. perceive music and what, right. it, what I think it should sound like. Yeah. And yeah. But part yeah, of it is like wise. even creating your own voice from it. Cause I feel like JID and Kendrick, like Kendrick is so versatile with like the type of tones he can do, but JID has like, Kendrick can do a tone like JID, but JID can't do something like Kendrick. But like, yeah. if you look at those two artists, it's like, like, do you, does it in, influence or inspire you to kind of like take, tackle different like angles? Like, do you try to make your voice super deep? Like that some, sometimes Kendrick does, or do you go like super high tone or like that's what i'm trying yeah yeah that's what i'm trying to like um get a hold of you know that kind of energy to be able to just like you know because like when you're in the booth sometimes you just feel stupid trying that kind of stuff and then you hear it and you kind of just want to let it go (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's funny like um with ut like um because we have worked together a bit and I've yeah. like even since you started rapping, um, which I, even me when you started, I was just like, wait, what? Like this guy can really rap. Like this isn't just, a, <laughs> you know, this guy can actually do this, and he should be taking it seriously. And it's awesome to see you like taking it more and more seriously. Um, yeah. And and your beat progression as well, your, your your ability to your production, I think that's improved as well um, during this period that you've 
gone more into artistry. And I don't think that's a coincidence either. I think that um, you delving into artistry has taught you more about production as well. Um, but that's yeah, that's a whole other sure. topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what, what I was sure. saying was um, just like working with you just from the start compared to where you are now. And, you know, it's been a few months since we've recorded anything because of all the stuff we talked about yeah. before with the virus. But um, <laughs> I've already noticed like you being less um, self-conscious when it comes to recording. Um, and that's why I thought that's why I thought that it would be a really cool idea to talk about because I'm sure there are plenty of not just producers but people wanting to move into artistry as a performer who can relate mm. with that whole idea of like I'm fine with when I'm by myself and like I'm fine um, like singing in the shower and rapping in the shower and stuff and yeah. like I really love this and I want to take this more seriously but when it comes to the idea of other people hearing me it's it's a lot more difficult um, and so I I think it's a great like um, opportunity for people to hear like that you are someone who, you know, started there and more and more you're coming out of your shell to the point where at Yao's show recently, you were performing on stage yeah, next to him, like one of, one of our best mates. And that like, was, bro, that was crazy. I was, I was so like that, that night, like I was like, because it was like aim, like finals weeks and stuff like that. I was like, I'm just going to study. Cause like some of my, some of my friends were there and like they're, there's, they're in the photos as well. All the Asians that were at the front. Like, they were all my homies and they were like, oh, yeah, we're mm. going to go. <laughs> and then and then I see I see you on their stories and I'm just like, what the yeah. heck? T you want to you want to talk about energy because, T, you say um, you say that, like, um, it's been difficult for you capturing your energy, maybe in a recording studio, because it's always dip more difficult, I find, recording than it is performing. Um, mm. And a lot of artists who I've spoken to say the same thing. They find it easier to perform than they do to record. Other people have the, right. the opposite. But um, when it comes to performing like you brought an energy to the, sh the stage that like mm. i love Yao, but it was not there until you went on the stage and it was <laughs> it was crazy like everyone was jumping like i, I was doing sound oh, that night and just like crazy, even yeah. even i was like <laughs> jumping like behind the console and it was just what? going off like yeah, man i regret um, not going that night bro I missed out hard. And there's a reason why everyone was posting that story because as soon as T went yeah. up, everyone put up their phones. I could see it. Everyone was recording. And this isn't me like just trying to flatter you and everything. T. I'm just talking about yeah, like, um, I guess it's another thing when it comes to people entering into artistry is yeah. another thing to battle with is recording. And recording is, right, yeah. it's not the same as performance. It's and the amount of people yeah. who... Um, when I first started recording, I used to try and find people who hadn't recorded before because I was only starting recording. And so if I was going to be bad, I wanted to find other people who were new in the experience and that they'd be patient. Um, and every single time they would say, oh, this is so weird. Like just hearing hearing yourself in, in the headphones when you're when you're singing or when you're rapping. And it's just like yeah, completely yeah. different to, to <laughs> mm. performing. Um, and Definitely. you kind of, as you said, like you put limitations on yourself. You, you, you're not as free with your performance. You hold back a little bit because, because it's in your ears. It's right in your ears. So yeah. You're like, oh, I can't be too yeah. loud or I can't go yeah. too ham. It's not the same energy. Yeah. It's not the same energy. Yeah. You know, like diving into it, it, it's, it gets like, it's, it's very, it's an intriguing topic as well in itself. The, the fact of just recording, you know what I mean? Just trying to thinking about like, the fact that like you might go into the studio one day hold like uh one energy and then you yeah, walk yeah, out yeah. not finishing something but then coming back to it and then trying to tackle it the same way mm -hmm. and you find like you're just not in the the mood for it or you know what i mean it's yeah 
Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, I've it's I, crazy. Yeah, that some some days it's just there, and yeah. other days it's like you, just, you could just do a hundred takes and you'd never get it quite right. It's just mm-hmm. not happening. Or um, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's just crazy to me as well. You know what I mean? Which is why just going back to the whole artistry thing, like the the battles. I find that like yeah, the round of an artist is definitely it's tough. You know what I mean? It's a it's a battle on every side of the of the process, from from picking something that you resonate with, through mm. to when your baby is finished and as part of your catalog, mm. and then the the next stage of the battle when you want to release. Oh that. man, yeah, and right. then and then you're you're thinking about how you want to release that where when yeah, yeah, what time yeah. and all the promo the and the marketing and, and it stuff doesn't yo the yeah. battle does not end do you feel like when you when you're producing for your own for your own raps or for your own voice to go on top of right because like yeah. as as we were saying earlier when we create when you're doing production it's like you have other people in mind and then when you're doing it for your own artistry or your own lyrics it's like does it take a bit longer for you to get to a finished product as well does it take longer for in, in that process because it's like been, it's not just I, right for me or is it does it come quicker because it's mm, like mm. i know exactly what i want you, so you, like, you're being more of a perfectionist yeah. i guess if it's being made yeah. for you yeah i just um this is girl i've been working with her name's Macalito. i made um i made a track for her the other day it took me about an hour and a half to get a pretty Wow. Like yeah. standard solid idea mm. down. And she loved it. She was like, mm. oh my gosh, I love this. When can I have it? I was like, oh no, it's not finished yet. But like soon. And then um at the same time, I've been I've been doing a song for myself. Um I made the beat two months ago. Mm. It's taken just until now for me to feel like, mm. okay, right. Mm. It's at a okay state. And um, I've only been able to write like one verse of the song, and it's like I have no idea right, where the yeah. rest of the song. You know what I mean? I have no idea where the rest of the song is gonna go. It, yeah, sure, it's sure. definitely easier when it's with someone else. Everything's always easier when it's with someone else. When you're putting yourself yeah. in like that driver's seat, and like you know, is the intention behind it is that mm. this is initially from me for me do you find it hard to like because traditionally when you were doing like produce producing for other artists you know you get to a certain stage in the making of the beat um and then you'd be like okay my my part's done here and you can pass it off do you find it hard to like keep your mentality at that same like intensity of um creation and um continuity when it comes to that part where you normally pass it off to someone else, but now that's the part mm. where you have to now start like, mm. working it's on like your it's lyrics. It's stuck with you longer. Yeah, it's yeah. Not like, yeah. It's not a sense of quick release where it's like, okay, it's done exactly, and then exactly. you pass it down, but it's more like, okay, now what do I, what do, I do with exactly. this? Yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. It's like, like, usually when I'm making a beat for myself, I have a tune in mind or like just like a phrase or mm-hmm. some words. But then to actually flesh that out into a whole, you know, piece of music is is definitely harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. it as a as from my producing cap, I find it super easy to just like be like, okay, now now it's my turn to hand this off. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I just mm-hmm. like I can let go of the stems and 
mix it however you want to mix it do whatever you want with it it's cool I've, I've finished my initial part as a producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need anything, yeah, cool. And the thing, I guess the thing about production as well is that you never actually finish because no. like, you're, you're just getting it started. You're getting the ball exactly. rolling. And then yeah. you, you never even have to worry about, like you, you can always just finish with a demo mix pretty much because you always yeah. know that um, unless yeah. you're going to be the engineer as well, that someone else is going to end up mixing yes. it anyway. So. <laughs> because <laughs> i've done i've done this myself right. as well and um because yeah. i've done a bit yeah. of production n- nowhere near as much as you but um it's funny because with me um because i do have that like uh i guess engineering mindset don't really yeah. like the way that sounds but um i i find it hard to just like let go of the beat because to me if it doesn't sound finished finished ready for for release then i don't want to be giving it to anyone um <laughs> but it's a completely different mindset yeah yeah, nah, that's tough, man. That's crazy. Nah, yeah. with beats, I can I can let go of beats. Even there's some beats that were originally meant for me to use, and I just let them go. Whether because like I feel like the the idea that I had for the song mm. would it could have been better, and it could have had a better beat, or it just wasn't like the right energy for that song. So I just let it go. Whoever wanted it wanted it. Mm, they could mm. they could have it kind sure. of thing. You know what I mean? But in terms of beats, yeah, beats can be substituted. It's the, it's it's how the words and the beat work together. That's the most important to me. So in terms what of just you, like what beats, you, what kind of um, production do you do you do for your own stuff? Then, like, um, I'm curious, like, what kind of lyrics? Like, is it conscious rap? Is it more like, is it more trap stuff? Like heavy kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or like, what what kind of stuff do you like to write for your own? Bro, stuff? that's the battle that's always in my head. The amount of times I just want to say like, yeah, shake that ass, God, come on. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I look back and it's like, bro, what? 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 Like, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's like that that's that's always the the battle that I that I have with myself. The mm. the what like it's the the part that's like where I have to actually confront myself and be like, okay, bro. Like, who are you? Mm. What do you actually have to say? Mm. Shake that ass? That's been said like a thousand, (laughs) like more than enough times. Well, I guess with like, as a producer, you know, like you are a chameleon. You have to be. To be a successful producer, you have to be able to like flick between different moods and different modes, you know. But when it comes to artistry, suddenly you have this pressure of like defining yourself and being like, what do I want to be known as? What do I want people to, to like... When they think of me, and what 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 do I want people to think? Like this is what Tawanda says. This is what Jack says. Exactly. This is what David talks about. You know, and David, mm. you're actually probably a good person to talk about this because you're someone who has definitely refined what you talk about. Um, definitely, you've kind of oh, yeah, man. hinted on that um, in the last few episodes. You could talk about it a bit more if you like, or not up to you. <laughs> but um, like you went from talking like, about Strasfield yeah. and. Like you yeah. know about about the boys, and you yeah. you've decided no, I want to be known as like a what do you call it? Sorry, gospel. Yeah, um, I, I would like to call my music like alternative gospel. Yeah, because the sound is different, but the meaning is still you know gospel. So yeah, I, it's definitely it's so narrowed down narrowed down to like a specific genre, and like it's the message and the meaning is always going to be based on like the foundation is always gospel. So mm. in, in some ways it's a lot easier, but it definitely kind of limits what kind of sound or it works with the type of sound I want to do as well though. 
like um for this song that I might be putting out real soon um I produced the song as well like the the beat for it and it's quite basic but then the vibe is very authentic and it's it's really there because it's like it's exactly how I want to do it or it's like it has very like Mac Miller type of vibes and that's who I'm listening to a lot lately Ooh, but like nice. yeah like 68 is always something that I'm vibing with these days as well it's it's put me in a box but it's a box that has a lot of space and there's a lot of room t- for me to it's a good box man it's a, it's good, a box. good box mm. like uh, i'm i mean i'm happy to like collab with other people and stuff like that as well but i feel like it's limited because it's like if i do jump on a track that's about like shaking ass or something like I'm, it's not gonna be true to me you <laughs> you're know gonna be I mean? like, like praying for uh, them yeah, that's, <laughs> it's like see that's a battle that's the battle that's see that's a battle though that's that's yeah. like the battle that i have like i was i wasn't raised like that you know what i mean sure. and that's not who i am though i mean lucky that's not who i am mm. and it's like how do i actually you know show like who i am in the music mm. you know what i mean aspects of like things that i've been through and not just disregarding them as like oh wow that someone else has been through something much cooler or something much worse sure sure and like you know just actually presenting it as just myself kind Man, of thing. it's That's about the, it's mm. about the way you tell the story though hey it's exactly it's like because all of our stories are different and some may be yeah. more dramatic and more interesting than others but if you can express it in a way um which is articulate and which is um artistic then like people will want to hear it for sure mm. yeah and man you, you've got stuff to say like maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not like <laughs> Maybe you don't have like yeah. the same amount of stories as like you know JID or or Kendrick, but like you you still got stories to tell. Like um, yeah, maybe not like Kendrick. Kendrick got some mad stories. Yeah, and <laughs> see, but for Kendrick, it's not it's not just about himself though. It's like similar to about, um yeah. similar to Johnny, like the the song that you wrote. wrote <laughs> you know what I mean? Song the fact going he, up, man. <laughs> bro. I, it's a good reference though, you know what I mean? Like that's basically what to Pimp a Butterfly was though. It was a reference wow. to comparing Johnny to Pimp a wow. Butterfly. No, like in ter- in 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 regards to the fact that like it was a story told, but it wasn't from you know, someone who lived it. It was sure, more sure. so from the perspective of other people's lives. It's the same thing with For Your Eyes Only. You know what I mean? Mm. It was a like it was a reflection of someone else's life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. No, no, that's that, yeah. You're right. Um, and th- yeah, like uh, as I have, like um, as as we did say last week that that is not my story, but people still connected with it, um, and or exactly. at least one person connected with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like to think more than one person did, but I, I know for a oh, fact yeah, for one sure. person did. Um, so yeah, like <laughs> not all your stories need to be yours. You know, we're creatives. We can create yeah. stuff. Yeah, but it's about accurately portraying the stories in sure, a way sure. in a respectful, that's captivating. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just to just to cl- um close soon because like we've been talking for a minute now. Um, yeah. What what would you say are like biggest learned skills or lessons in this journey in artistry? Like what are, what are some things that, yeah, like what, what would you say is like most valuable lessons you've learned thus far? Um, I've learned a lot, eh? It's not, mm. it's not just, um, 
it's hard to summarize it all into a couple of things, but I guess the I, I reckon the most important thing is to be open to knowledge and just give it a try, eh? Mm. Mm. Just give everything just a try. It, yeah. yeah, just go for it. That one person that looks like they're super far away that you've always wanted to work with, just bro, just Instagram them with respect. Mm. Um, sure, sure. With respect. With respect, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> don't be properly, too, too forceful. Properly, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't be that guy on, on IG being like, yo, bro, hey, oh, man, yo, I'm yo. fire. Yeah, yeah. Yo, um, <laughs> send me a beat real quick, bro. I'm going to just join, you know what I mean? Yeah, what, $7 yeah, yeah. for a beat? What? Oh, okay, cool, bro. Yeah. Have you heard my nah. mixtape yet? Have you heard yo, my mixtape yet? <laughs> don't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, open, be open to knowledge. Be open mm. to learn new skills, new things. Dive into the technical stuff. Try to... Get your hand into like as much as you possibly can because you know it'll, it will definitely help in the long run and just um yeah just give everything a try try to make as many networks as you can mm. most importantly enjoy what you're doing because you want to mm. do it for a long time mm. and mm. if you're man. if you're not enjoying it it's just that's you know poetic. that's poetic man and I guess you kind of crossed into um, the very last answer, which we have been asking everyone so far, but you kind of partially answered with a bit of advice there. But yeah. during this time period, you know, during the, the virus, we're all isolating, we're all quarantined at home and things are starting to get a bit better, which is great, but people are still, you know, stuck at home a little bit. People are a bit restless. I know I'm a little bit restless myself. Um, I am. Do you have yeah. any any tips, tricks, any suggestions, any exercises for artists or non-artists alike for things that they can be doing yeah. to when it comes for to self-improvement non- or just in terms of artistry itself? Right. Um, for non-artists, I recommend doing your homework now, bro. Mm. <laughs> There's no better time, man. It's it's like do your homework now. Need to need know who you need to know now, because it'll make your life easier in the long run. Mm. If you got a project that you've wanted to work on, someone just hit me up actually mm. with like an idea for a whole like album thing, wow. and it's just yeah. like they they gave me like the breakdown of like what they want to do, wow. who they trying yeah. to get on it and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Give you the life story, yeah. This is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the whole right. Yeah. In the summer of 1918, <laughs> I thought of this project where I combine. Yeah, I saw I mean? you in the dream, uh, Tawanda, and I need you to. <laughs> <do it>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I saw your mom on the. I saw your mom on the winter of '84, uh, and I just, I just knew that baby is gonna be special. I had to have him on this project. You know what I mean? Nah, nah. Um, yeah. Do your do your homework. Don't don't slack off. This is the perfect time mats. to yeah, yeah. to output. You know, maximum effort while you still have the chance. Because like mm. that's always the battle, especially like if you have work and you know life just takes control over everything and you tend to not have enough time. Mm. So you you got time now. So make use of that time. Put maximum effort into you know, knowing what you need and arming yourself with the right tools to succeed. Mm. Like someone hit me up, that this random guy, I was at work mm. um, and this guy was like, yo, bro, I'm trying to get into like music and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool, bro. He was like, yeah, bro. Do you like music? And then he just like 
broke down this whole thing and is like, yeah, I'm trying to find out like the right equipment. Mm. Luckily, oh, I, I love. I, just I never get sick of giving people equipment recommendations. It's yo, it's the <laughs> funnest thing to do. I, I don't know why. I just really enjoy it. Yo, like, it's so much fun. It actually is pretty mm. fun. He he was like, it was just so. It was a pure coincidence that we ran into each other. I think it's exciting, you know, like yeah, for sure. if someone's asking for equipment recommendations, it's normally because they're starting out. Sometimes people yeah. like are, are looking for something a little bit more high end and then they're not just starting, right, but yeah. they're seeing if I know anything. Um, yeah. But which normally I don't if it's too high end, like I know a little bit of high end stuff, but more I know, I know a lot about the low end stuff because um, that's what you're looking at when you're first starting out. Um, and so if someone's asking me for recommendations, it's normally about like, oh, like I, I'm looking to buy a mic or I'm looking to buy my first audio interface or my first speaker or something like that. And it's really exciting because it's it's like, I remember when I did that, like that was- Yeah, exactly. It's like a trip down memory lane. Yeah. And it was just a pure coincidence that we were just working together. And then he starts playing me like Chief Keef and like <laughs> Lil Wayne and he's like, oh, snap. Mm. He's like, yo, bro, okay, I got a laptop, bro. What do I need <laughs> to be able to record music? He He's like, can I have your Facebook? Can I have your Instagram? Cool, All that, wow. you know what I mean? That kind of, that's the energy that you need for, for to be able to get through this quarantine because the more you can keep yourself busy and motivated to, to do something, you know, yeah. The the faster this quarantine is gonna go for you, and you're probably gonna end up on top. I see people like posting like crazy. I personally can't do it. I got <laughs> yeah, people posting they're, crazy. They're man. posting like crazy. Yo, shout out to the um, Mohi Beats. If you guys mm-hmm. know who Mohi mm-hmm. is, yo, the videos, the edits, like every mm, yeah, day, yeah. crazy. He's going ham. Like it's it's insane. It's inspiring too because like they're really good edits and some solid ideas as well Mm. and it's just like yeah people are keeping on their toes and just trying to move forward it's like yeah that's that's the best thing to do i've I've just been working on my catalog just beats for days as many beats Beats as i can days awesome just beats beats beats. well thanks for the advice that's that's some good stuff there guys so listen in get on that if you're not on it already do some research gain some knowledge ask for some advice ask for Look at gear. Looking at gear always makes me excited yeah, to do stuff. I don't know. Like, even yeah. if I'm not buying it. It just kind of reminds me of how broke I am, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> just look at that gear. But, yeah, guys, get around it. Um, get people on your social media as well who, like, yeah. like Mohi Beats, people like that who are posting these oh. stuff a lot and let them inspire you. Don't be daunted by it. Be like, okay, if I'm gonna if I'm going to be more like this person, if I'm going to be as productive as this person, then I need to... Start acting like this person, you know? Damn. Um, and then steal all of their stuff. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Yep. <laughs> steal all the ideas. Hey, man, that's how you learn, bro. You steal all. Yo, like for, for real? Yeah, bro. Try it. Like find sound packs of like things yeah, that have yeah, done yeah, in yeah, the yeah. past and like just try to replicate that. I mean, don't put it up like it's your, it's your own, but like as an exercise, man. Mm. Yeah. that I've done that so many times. There's been beats where. I've gotten like a random sample off of YouTube and I just like make it and just delete it. And, you know, just as a practice of like, okay, how do I actually cut that one sample? Sure. How do I do this? How do I do that kind of thing? Yeah. Nice, man. But yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a really good episode. It's gone really fast as well. Mm. Like yeah, conversations flowed very by, nicely. Like, yeah, man. It just went zoom. It's the boys. <laughs> it just went whew. 
So T, where can they find you on on your socials? Is there is there any any anything you want to shout out right now? So where to find me? Um, it's um, I recently just changed my name on Instagram, so it's kind of weird to get used to because of like the whole artist and business kind of thing sure, of sure. It now. Right. Um. So it's Tawanda official on on Instagram, yep. and then it's Tawanda music official on everything else: Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, um. And it's just Tawanda Bay on TikTok and that's it. You got a TikTok too? That's it. Yo, bro. TikTok <laughs> is lit. I, I made one with Yao. I swear, TikTok is coming up on every single episode we have. It's not yeah, even man. intentional. It's like every episode. <laughs> I wrote it up on purpose because like I couldn't let it I couldn't let it we go. We keep saying that we don't we have it, to... but we talk about it every episode. What's going on here? So um TikTok, you know, if you're listening out there, sponsor us, you know, we'll we'll say nice things, you know. We'll we'll make a TikTok. Yeah. We'll make a an artist notepad TikTok. Artist notepad TikTok, yeah. All right, David, you got anything to say to wrap it up or or, or you good? I'm good, man. Thanks for tuning in once again, guys. Um we thanks for coming in, T. Um Thank you for you having it, me, man. If you made it this far, um mad love, guys. We will catch you next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.